Welcome to the first of what I hope will be many episodes of Digitally Discarded. In all areas of our life, we are getting digitally discarded. And in this space, I hope to explore the trial and tribulations of this uh, virtual world. And today, I am very lucky to have my dear friend, Tina, who she and I have been many fr friends for many years, and uh, we've been comparing lives in this digital world for many years. And I think it's you know just great to have her on today. And also, I mean, no surprise that we're here on Valentine's Day discussing being digitally discarded, disconnected, and maybe even reconnected. So Tina, again, thank you again for joining me today. And I, I just have to ask, you know, have you ever been digitally discarded? I have, and uh, in ways that I didn't think possible. I was digitally discarded in business and uh, I was digitally discarded after a date um, and digitally discarded in a relationship. So I know the sting of how that happens. Um, which one would you like to go into? Uh, well, Seeing that it's Valentine's Day, uh, I, I'd like to hear more about how, let's start with baby steps. How are you just digitally discarded on a date? Well, I went on this date and I, it was set up by uh, a friend. So this is not, uh, we're not meeting online in terms of online dating. Um, however, I met this person, I had, we had a great exchange. We talked about getting together again. Um, uh, we went out to dinner, uh, met for drinks, had dinner, um, lovely. So you uh, had a nice time. Yeah, and I thought there was a great connection. Um, I actually didn't learn a whole lot about the other person, but I felt like there was a great connection and we agreed to get together again. And this is where the texting comes in. Uh, we spent a week texting back and forth about trying to set up this next. And, and while you were doing the texting, were you also getting excited about what the date was gonna be like, what he was gonna be like? Did it? Did it kind of rev up your expectations about, did you think it in, in hindsight, do you think it revved up your expectations about what you expected from the date? Well, since I, um, unlike most uh, dating, I already had that first date, but I was so excited because I actually found somebody I connected with. Ah, right, yes, okay. So, the, the, so I was looking forward to the second date and and as things go, we're texting back and forth and there is no, I'm, not, I'm getting the feeling that every time I suggest something, there isn't a time, there isn't a place, there isn't a whatever. And so next thing I- bringing you along. Yes, yes. Now, you either, in, in the old days, you'd pick up the phone and say, look, you know, it was nice, but it's not, you know, not, connecting or not feeling it. But uh, in this situation, I text and then the text 
there's nothing at the other end, just complete non-response. And, you know, and then you start <laughs> with the question mark, uh, hello, anybody, you know, and that was it. But would you have expected that because you had this referral from an actual person you knew, would you have expected either to be treated differently or a little bit more loyally? I know that you have done some online dating since then, although not now. You're happily, happily together. Um, is, does it make it easier in this virtual world to move on? Absolutely. Without, without consequence. Oh, absolutely. And that's the whole thing about digitally dating is because you don't, you're not going to, you know, the chances of you bumping into this person in New York City again, or, you know, there is no follow up. There is no, uh, there are no consequences. It, for whatever reason, it didn't work out for, for him where all I needed to do was hear that. I didn't need to be texting back and forth for a week trying to set something up and then have them fall off the face of the earth, you know? And you kind of wonder, did they get hit by a bus? But that doesn't happen as frequently as people just... <laughs> well, you know, it is funny because we, we go to the many reasons that could be that may not have anything to do with us, but we, we make excuses for people's bad behavior over and that's, over again. That's a great point, Sharon, you know, and I, I would say, I understand why we do this, um, but it doesn't make it right in terms of, you know, if you've ever felt that feeling of just being discarded and that sting, you would never do that to another person. So why this keeps continuing, I have no idea. If you're a feeling compassionate person with empathy, you're like, God, that felt awful to just to be dropped off the face of the earth when you actually really ex exchanged a lot of yourself and gave over a lot of yourself. So why does this continue? If, if we know what that feels like, we wouldn't want it to do it to somebody else, correct? Well, we're, we're all chicken. No one, no one likes confrontation. And I think it's, whether it's in business um, or personal, I think it's just easier to, to slink away and uh, think like, I'll never see that person again. I mean, yesterday, I was actually digitally discarded by a client after I had, instead of having a discussion via email, I actually picked up the phone to discuss how a situation was changing. And um, a few hours later, I guess she didn't like the way the situation was changing. And she sent me an email that she is uh, moving on to another broker, which kind of shocked me given the time and energy I had thus far put into, uh, into working with her. So, you know, it, it happens for whatever reasons. Um, I, I just wonder, certainly, you know, in this past year has been bizarre in so many different ways that we're all isolated. 
we're all disconnected more so than we were in 2019. And I guess I'm just wondering, you know, have, have we lost a real connection to people that now we're even more disposable than before? That's a really good point. And I think the less human contact we have with each other, the, the more our humanity is at stake. And we, we actually forget what we are as human beings. And uh, I think, you know, given this is Valentine's Day, you know, we're, we're all thinking, oh, you know, um, what that means, but Valentine's Day should be every day of the year. You know, we should be treating people with compassion. With and roses and chocolates every day. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I do wonder um, with, you know, I know in, in my business, I'm in real estate, uh, you know, I'm getting people who actually connect with me via the internet, you know, to work with me. I'm actually getting asked out on LinkedIn, which I find kind of interesting. A couple have come through Facebook. So it seems like people are really trying to make a connection, but I don't know if this is something that, that they're just not able to do even before the digital world, or if the digital world is making that much harder for people to disconnect. Um, uh, this, this story just constantly, you know, is a reminder is uh, I had a friend who was looking to buy cameras online on Craigslist. And that was uh, years ago, if you remember Craigslist. And um, next to cameras was casual encounters is what I guess Craigslist called that hookup site. Anyways, so he just, it wasn't even in his head, but he, he just saw this and was curious. And there, you know, he went off on this other trajectory again, because it was just in front of him. Uh, people are buying sneakers online because it's coming through their Instagram feed. People just seem to be reacting and just everything is, is transactional is I guess what I'm trying to say, it seems. Which yes, is it is. And, you know, if you're out of the supermarket and you have, you know, a face mask on, you're, you're not even knowing who you're talking to. I've bumped into two good friends at the supermarket that I, I didn't know who they were. I had to spend like a couple minutes going, think I know you, I don't know you. So how are we supposed to meet people in an environment where humans interact? They, you know, you at least had the chance of your local, you know, a local restaurant or pub or whatnot. We don't have that anymore, really. And so we're all, you know, going online and expecting uh, that that should make all the difference when we're missing the chemistry of of the interaction, of the human interaction. I'm gonna be very curious how we come out of this. If, if it changes anything, um, 
I can't see how it doesn't. And and how 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 we go forward? Are we going to come out craving that connection because we've been isolated so much, or you know, have we grown a, a sixth finger and now we have to <laughs> learn how to how to how to use it properly? Uh don't know. I am hoping that we haven't grown a six finger and I am hoping that this brings us to a place where we come full circle and we want human contact. We want to meet people and we want to treat them with compassion and dignity and empathy. And, you know, I moved out in New York City after 32 years and, and after doing dating sites and, uh, you know, just launch all those things, you know, and I moved upstate, didn't know a soul. And I met my boyfriend who I'm still with today at a local restaurant and he was physically there. And the thing that I will never forget, there was no way I was going to get digitally discarded because this person said, I am going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say, Tina, today, um, the restaurants are open, at least in New York City. So I'm going to hope that maybe when I go into a restaurant soon, I too will be able to meet someone that I'm head over heels with like yourself. So hope springs eternal, right? <laughs> yes. And, and I do have hope. And I do, I tell, you know, all my friends that that's the one thing is you have to have hope that it just, um, there's that person for you. And you, you do go through the school of hard knocks. I, I agree. That well, you, you also easy. have to laugh because as, as I, I'm sure we will be speaking in further episodes, there's a lot of funny stories that go with this, uh, with this space. And, um, I bet you there is everyone out there of all age groups um, that uh, that can share their stories, and I'm looking forward to hearing some of those. I think those. I think humor is the key. My when I go through my litany of stories, friends are like, "Oh my God, tell more, tell me more," you know. Yeah, so those I, those those people that are in wonderful relationships, but you know, want to hear how the other half are living. It's just yes. what I find. My, my friends used to love hearing my dating stories. And maybe when we come out of the pandemic, uh, I'll be able to tell more. Maybe that's why they're not calling me because I don't have any dating stories to speak of during the <laughs> pandemic. Um, but I do want to thank you. I mean, it was a real treat to have you. It's always a treat to talk to you. And uh, I hope we can do it again. Thank you. I love this idea. I think this is wonderful. And I think so many people are just going to want to share. And it's a great, great concept. Well, I, I hope we, we learn and laugh along the way. So enjoy your Valentine's Day. Um, I'm sure that there's something special in store for you. So. And you too. And there should be. Yes. And you too, Sharon. It's great. Thank Thanks, you. Tina. Bye. Bye. Bye.